Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Hey, good morning, River Valley family. So glad you're joining us for Church Online today. It's kind of funny for us to be back with just a full-on Church Online, but the weather has put us in a position where we just felt like this was the best thing for us to do. And we're just glad that we get to spend time and so thankful that we have the technology to be able to gather together like this and be able to spend time in worship, spend time in the Word. Um, And that's what we're going to do today. Uh, Just a little reminder for you, all of our students are up in McCall right now. Um, And they're having an incredible time connecting with God and with each other. And I just want to thank you for your generosity in making that happen. We were able to sponsor every student that needed to go to camp this year to give them an opportunity to meet with God. And that was because of your generosity. Somewhere around $9,000 came in to help students get to camp uh, and to experience God. So River Valley, shout out to you. Well done. Uh, It's so cool to see the generosity in our faith community. So thankful for all that you guys uh, do to help others connect with God. Um, And we just know that we love being a part of a generous community. Uh, Some great things Pastor Jason just told us about. uh, Some events coming up. So we want to encourage you to get up there and sign uh, up for the Exo Marriage Conference as well as for our Freedom Weekend. It's going to be awesome coming up. Um, We we just got done with a couple weeks of where we've been exploring and talking about the spaces and the conditions of our heart. Um, This has been a good season for us to really kind of walk through what it looks like to allow God and the Holy Spirit to come in and work in our heart in spaces of surrender, in spaces of forgiveness. And last week we talked about this place, the power of our words and its impact on our lives. Um, And there's just so much to be had in those areas. I wish we had more weeks to discuss them, but I know you have been in your uh, small groups and in your freedom groups spending time together. And those are really the places where we get to explore deeper the things that God's doing in our lives. And I've heard so many cool stories about marriages that are being healed, people that are finding freedom in their life and forgiveness or learning the power of their words over their life. And it's just transforming the way that they're living in their life. And that's really what this is. This journey is all about is each one of us finding some of the things that God is doing and speaking to us and responding to what he's wanting to do in those moments. Um, And for me, I've personally found a number of spaces in my life that the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me about greater freedom that he's wanting to bring in my life. And, And one of those is about the power of the words that I speak. And I'm just so grateful that we have these times together. Um, and, and as we're joining together online, you're sitting in your home today with your family, exploring these spaces. I want to just continue to encourage you to open up your heart to what the Holy Spirit might be speaking to you today as we dig into a new space in Scripture. We're in chapter 9 of our book. Hopefully you have your freedom books with you because we're going to spend a little time in them. And today we're talking about the living word and we're going to get into really the nuts and bolts of what that looks like. I love how this chapter starts because it really draws us in with this this place in scripture um, that kind of sets the framework for us as we understand the living word of God and what it does uh, in our lives. I don't know about you. Um, The reason I really loved how this chapter starts is because it, it gives us the win. It teaches us how to win. Um, and, and, and I'm a person that likes to win. If you don't believe me, just ask my family. It doesn't matter if it's a board game 
or I'm playing basketball out front with my boys or whatever it is, I like to win. And I like to win because I believe that God created us for victory in our lives. And I think each one of us have that component inside of us. Each one of us are driven in little different ways. But this first passage of scripture that we're going to explore right here really leads us into what that looks like. So open up your books to page 123, and we're going to read the first part of scripture there, Joshua chapter 1 verses six through nine, and it's going to show us a pathway to victory in our lives, a pathway to freedom um, that is a powerful way for us. So here's what it says in Joshua 1, six, six through eight. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors uh, that I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything that you do. There's our win. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything that is written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. This is a powerful passage of scripture where God was giving instruction to Joshua how to live in victory in his life. And the key thing that the Lord was pointing him to was the words that he had spoken, the word of God to Moses. And he instructed Joshua to pour over that, to to get it into his life day and night, to meditate on it and to let it be a foundation of his life. And I just want to share with you One of the primary challenges or problems that I see in the American church today, it's one that we all experience, and it's one that that I believe that we're seeing the ramifications of in the culture that we live in today. And that is this space right here. Most American Christians today have not built their life and their faith on the unshakable truths of God's Word. We like to uh, the pieces and parts of Scripture that kind of make us feel good, But oftentimes we have not built our life on the totality of God's word for us. We actually believe that pop pop cultures lie today that the Bible is a great book and has some good stories and even some good principles in it, but that it's not all factual or truthful. And here's what I want to encourage you with in your life. When it comes to the word of God, it's an either all or nothing type of proposition with this. Either it is truth and it's something that we can build our lives on and that it gives us instruction for every part of our life, or you need to shift yourself away from it completely if there's parts of it that you don't believe. And I know that's a really strong statement, but this is what we're talking about today is building our lives on the living word of God. And so many people only want pieces and parts of scripture. And that's why when the storms of life hit them in life, they have not built on the sure foundation of God's word. They've built on maybe opinions of people or things that make them feel good. And then when the hard times of life come, then their faith is shaken to their very core. And many people walk away from it because they have not built their life on this living word. And so today we want to be a people that build our lives on the word of God because it is the only sure foundations. Uh, Hebrews 4.12 is a powerful scripture for us. I want you to go there with me if you would. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says this, 
For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, and pierces as far as the division of the soul and spirit. We talked about that a few weeks ago, how we are created spirit, soul, and body. And what this is saying is God's word has the ability to come in and give you clarity between your spiritual man and its growth and your soul nature, your mind, your will, and emotion. It has the clarity and the ability to speak to those places of your life. It goes on to say to divide both joint and marrow and the ability to judge the thoughts and intentions of our heart. I love how this scripture starts out that the word of God is living and active. That means the word of God, the very scripture that we read, is actively working every time we open it up and begin to read in it. That there's something that God has for you that is life-giving and a word for you in the now moment. And and we actually call that word the rhema word of God. Um, And it's it's a Greek word for us that teaches us that the word of God is living to us. It's actually coming in. And I like to say this, that the word of God, you're not reading the Bible, the Bible's reading you. It's coming in and examining your life and examining your thoughts and giving you right kingdom perspective on how to live your life. And this is why it's so important for us to build our lives on the word of God, because it's the only thing that hasn't changed. And it will bring clarity to our journey and to our life. Um, There's some principles that we see in, in the universe and principles that we see in nature that are principles that um, that are eternal, that they are principles that, that we see working in every atmosphere uh, and environment of our life. Gravity is one of those things. You can try and defy it, but I promise you it will win. It's one of the things that God has set into place for us here in this journey of life. Uh, the principle of sowing and reaping, right? Whatever we sow, we will reap. And that's a reality of life. And that can be it, it, every space from our attitudes to how generous we are in our finances, to how much work we put in in our workplaces. All of those things, the principle of sowing and reaping is an eternal principle that God has sown into the fabric of humanity. Another one is Sabbath rest. The reality that if you don't take time to enter into this principle that God has given you, you will burn out in life. And God knew that from the beginning. And so he's He's taught us through his word and through through relationship. He even modeled it to us and how he, he worked and built creation to take those moments of rest in our life and specifically take a day of rest um, to give your body and your mind that opportunity to rest. You violate that. And you will reap the consequences of that. You lean into that and you reap the reward of it. It's like the principle of tithing. Tithing is is something that God preaches and and gives gives us example of in scripture. And and tithing is just one of those things that, that when you live out of the principle of it in your life, you will see the beauty and the benefit of it in every aspect. These are eternal principles that God's given us. And they're set in the foundation and the fabric of how God created mankind, how he created the universe to work. And this is what we're talking about, about the living word of God and its power to impact our lives. This is why we can build our lives on the word of God, because we see these eternal truths around us, not only in nature and not only in the fabric of the universe, but we see them practically worked out through humanity for thousands of years. And so it gives us great confidence as we build our lives on the living word. Let me put it to you this way. If you don't believe and trust his word, then you don't believe and trust him. 
They are one in the same. And I'm going to say that again. If you don't believe and trust in God's word, his written word to us, and its power to transform and its ability to lead you in your life, then you don't believe in God because here's the reality of it. God and his word are one in the same. And so I want you to think about that this morning and your approach to God's word in your life and its impact for you. Uh, there's, there's more specific uh, spaces throughout scripture that actually give us this reality of the living word of God. And really the most beautiful example that we have of the living word of God is Jesus himself. Turn in your Bibles, if you would, with me to John chapter 1, and you'll see this in your, in your book as well. I believe it's on the next page, page 124. Um, John chapter 1 begins to speak of God's um, manifesting his word to us through the person of Jesus Christ. And here's what it says. In the beginning was the word, and this is the logos, the word of God. It already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. He created everything and through him and nothing was created except through him, the word of God. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. Think about that. This is the, the declaration of God's word becoming manifest in the person of Jesus Christ. And it's living and it's active. And when we look at the person of Jesus and when we look at the words that he spoke in the scripture, that is actually bringing life to you in your journey. And I love verse 14 of John chapter one. Here we go. And it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is the living Word of God, now made manifest in flesh and blood for you and I to be able to learn from and to experience all of the things that, that we, we do in life and, and put it in the perspective of Jesus and the way that he lived his life here on this earth. That's why the word of God is so important to us. Because not only did God write his word, but he also made his word living and breathing in the person of Jesus Christ to teach us how to live our, our lives. Here's the reality. God's word is not an add-on to our lives. For followers of Jesus, his word is the very bedrock that we build our lives on. And what we anchor our lives to, without it, we have nothing. Without his living word in our lives, we have no foundation to build our lives upon. And, and without that, when the storms of life come, here's what we will experience. We'll, we'll experience being tossed all over the place. And that's not what God desired for you. See, God desired for you to build your life on his living word, that it would come and be imparted into you on a daily basis. And so that it would build faith and confidence in you for this journey of life so that you would have the answers to the things that you need day in and day out. And know that the source of that is the word of God, the living word of God, Jesus Christ himself. This is why if any of us try to marginalize God's word, that, that and question its validity in our life, then what we experience in those moments is disillusionment. 
We experience a, a space of our life where we just begin to wander like a ship adrift at sea. And, and God doesn't want that for us in our lives. That's why he wrote out his word to us. His living word is powerful. It's precious to us. So we sit here this morning, even as we're opening scripture and letting it speak into our life, as you spend time in your daily life, spending time in the word of God, and as we discuss the word of God together, there's something powerful that takes place inside of us because it's living and it's active. It's not just a book that we're reading, but it's the living word of God that is creating a new person inside of us, that is creating new behaviors, new thought life. It's creating in us the image and the nature of Christ. Why? Because God's word is living and active. It's powerful for you. And as we're talking today, I'm praying that you're, you're gaining a greater desire and hunger for God's word. Not just simply because I'm, I'm teaching you today, but because you're recognizing that God has given us such a precious gift in his word for us to grow and to live out of. So there's a couple things that I want to give you today. And these are this will be part of as you journey through chapter nine this week, some things that you will you'll get. But we, we want God's word to not only be precious to us, uh, but we need it to be active in our lives. We need God's word to not just be something that we hear in a weekend experience or just every every once in a while, but something that we are daily feeding ourselves because it's living and active for us. So here's here's three things that I want to I want to help you with um, when it comes to setting God's word as a priority, the living word of God as priority in your life. Number one, make it a priority. Just simply make it a priority in your life. Spend time in God's word. You can do that daily. There's all kinds of great reading plans that you can do. If it's one verse a day or if it's reading a chapter a day, whatever it looks like for you, begin to make that a priority in your life. Start your day with it. Uh, maybe maybe as you get up in the morning, you're getting ready for work or school or wherever you're at. Start with a verse of scripture for you or start with some time where you're just waiting on God and, and, and listening to his voice through his word. The second thing for you, believe what it says. This is where faith comes to us in our life, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Believe what the word of God says about you. Believe what the word of God says he has for you. Believe what the word of God says about who he is. Again, it's never changed. It's been consistent all throughout history. And so you can, you can rely on the word of God. So believe what it says for you. Believe what it says for your family. Believe what it says for your finances. Believe what it says for your health. And put your faith and confidence in, in God as you read the living word. And then finally, meditate on it. Get it deep inside of you. And this is something we've talked about. We've preached on many times at River Valley. But I just want to continue to encourage you. Meditate on what God's word has for you. What does that mean? That means take a, a, a passage of scripture. Meditate on it. Write it out. Think about it. Think about how it applies to your life. Give yourself five or ten minutes of just silence in your home or maybe in your car to think through the scripture. Let it be something that is on your mind so that throughout your day you're meditating on God's word and he has an opportunity to get it in you. And here's another thought for you through the meditation side of things. <clears throat> excuse me. Maybe, maybe you'll just memorize some of that and get it inside of you. 
I remember as a kid, uh, one of the disciplines that we had in our church was, was teaching kids how to memorize scripture. And that has been one of the greatest gifts for me throughout my life because I can meditate on God's word throughout my day because I have it hidden in my heart. In fact, Davis, David gave, it, gave us one of these really cool phrases. He said, I, listen, I have hidden God's word in my heart that I might not sin against you, God. And when we have God's word inside of us, it keeps us in a healthy place in our life. It keeps us in life-giving, growing spaces. So I want to encourage you to do those three things as you spend time in the Word this week. And remember that the Word of God, it's alive and it's active. It's working in your life. Every time you get into God's Word, it is actively engaging you and helping you to learn how to be more like Christ. And that it's actually Christ living in you, the living Word of God, uh, that is transforming and changing us as we grow in the things that God has for us. So here's what I want to do. We're going to close here in just a second. I want to give you a question to discuss in your families as you're at home or maybe text a friend. For those of you who are, are uh, uh, who have been online with us for uh, this entire COVID season, I want to encourage you to text somebody else right now uh, that you're just thinking of and text them your thoughts about this question. It is so important for us to take these moments to discuss scripture. And I, I miss the fact that we're not together today having our group times to discuss through scripture, but you can do it in your home. You can even give somebody a call on the phone after we finish our time here and just talk through these moments um, because they're so powerful. So here's the question for the day for you. Can you remember a time when you experienced God's word coming alive to you? These are those rhema moments that we were talking about. Maybe where you were listening to somebody preach God's word and something just came alive inside of you. You saw something in a different way. Or maybe it was one day as you were spending time in Scripture, just reading personally for yourself. And as you were reading, all of a sudden a Scripture came alive to you and it was a rhema word. It was a right now word that God was speaking to you. And then, Can you remember that moment? And what was its impact on you? So I want you to just take a moment and you're going to discuss this with your family. Parents, I want to encourage you to discuss these moments with your kids. Share with them moments that you had that God's word spoke life to you and teach them how to do that. Again, those of you that, that are connecting with us online, and we have a number of folks that are joining with us from around the world, I want to encourage you to get in this conversation with somebody today um, as we spend time discussing God's word. I'm so thankful that we have technology and have the ability to be together today online. I'm going to pray for you here in just a second, but I want to remind you to make sure that you get signed up for Freedom Weekend. It's going to be an incredible time as we experience God's presence, his healing in our lives, some great moments together as a church family. That's March 5th and 6th. Get signed up for that. You don't want to miss that moment that we're going to have together. I also want to encourage you to keep praying for our students. They have today and tomorrow that they're still going to be up at camp where God is going to be moving in their lives. So let's be expectant for what God wants to do inside of them. So let me pray for you today, and then I'm going to send you into a time of just conversation. Father, we thank you for the power of your word. Lord, we thank you that as we read in Hebrews chapter 4, that's living and active, God. It's transforming us and changing us. And Lord, we thank you, Jesus, that you are the living word. You are the, the word of God, the logos that taught us and is teaching us how to live in the very character and nature of God. 
And so, Lord, today as we have got time in your word, as we prepare for this upcoming week, God, Lord, we pray that in our discussions, Lord, that you would remind us of the moments, God, that you've taught us through your word, that you've given us those rhema moments, God. Lord, maybe today we're watching and there's somebody, Lord, that just has not made a decision to invite you to be Lord and Savior of their life, God. Lord, today I pray that you would meet them right where they're at. Lord, I thank you that you made it as simply as simple for us as just saying, Jesus, I invite you to come and be Lord of my life. Would you forgive me of my sin and give me hope in you? Lord, I thank you that when we place our faith in you, Jesus, Lord, that we get to experience what the word of God calls salvation, being born again. And Lord, Lord, we just thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for worship. We thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that we get to gather back together next week, God. And Lord, we just pray that, Lord, in this time of discussion, Lord, that you would meet us in these moments. Lord, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, River Valley, we love you so much. Thank you for joining us today online. We will catch you next week as we gather back together at River Valley. Remember, be praying for our students and enjoy your week as you explore chapter nine in the Freedom Book. God bless you guys. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.